yesterday and then me being completely fine today, I'm not about it. It's so weird. No, because you know, there's one thing about me I don't like to suffer. Mm -hmm. I either want to die or don't. Like, I hate that. Like, (laughs) but no, 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 no. Like, I... If, like, I don't even want to get old because I'm just like, if I hit a certain age where, like, the suffering may begin in, like, a year, cancel it. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. I was going to say, the speed at which you just accept death. It's crazy. It's alarming it's every crazy. time. I'm ready. I'm like, oh, my God, finally. Like, I have been waiting. My bags are packed. Usually you're laying down. Usually, Because I'm like, do you and want like, me? Well. Are you going to stab me? Should I do it? Like, how does this work? I'm not getting up. They're so. like, well, I didn't think it would be like this. And I'm like, oh. they leave because you took the fun out yeah, of killing like, you. Yeah, they're like, yeah. And then I'm like, are you kidding? Get back here and kill me, <laughs> you little bitch. Kill me, please. Uh. And then also, tease. so fucking rude. And then also, like, I'm not trying to die after work, during work. <laughs> this you have talked about a lot, yeah. But we always find holes, and then we haven't. I don't know that we have found the perfect time yet. <laughs> It's got to be Sunday. I feel like Sunday's the perfect day A lot of existential conversations on this podcast. Well, (laughs) I hate... We talk about mortality a lot. I hate small talk. I was telling a friend (laughs) of mine that the other day. I'm like, I'm like, please don't talk to me about the weather. Like, I really want to know, like... (laughs) I also hate... I'm so bad at small talk. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Um... (laughs) When did you stop believing this? Like, I thought about it though when I went and saw I saw the Barbie movie with my mom. You bitch! That's how I felt. But everybody was going to see it without me. Are you kidding me? Well, I haven't seen it, and we said we were going to see it together. My sisters also said they were going to see it with me, and then I don't care. Why does that mean you get to hurt me? (laughs) You weren't home. (laughs) Oh, so you found the next best thing. (laughs) My mom is the next best thing next to you. this how the ranking goes in your head? not the woman who gave you life <laughs> me being like i'm obviously before that move i feel really well, betrayed did you like it uh, yes would I you loved see it, it, it again like absolutely i would absolutely see it again and i am well i'm I, probably gonna see it alone so. i love you what but i i'm very very happy that i did see it with my mom anybody out there go see it with your mom because it's important it's so it's such a good movie that's okay i'll just go with the roomies <laughs> i i know i can count on you guys <laughs> there was a girl that at one point in the movie and i'm kind of it was it was very dramatic but i'm kind of glad that i got to say that i witnessed this she literally and anybody that's seen the movie probably knows the part she i heard a girl go i love you mom and then she literally like jumped over like the armrest and hugged her mom and then i heard her mom like kiss her forehead and i was that's like that's a paid actor that, yeah. <laughs> there's it no way like there's no there wasn't way. enough people in the theater for it to be that but i'm sorry like, let me wow. not be a dickhead that's beautiful <laughs> and then when i got home my mom texted me well i texted her that i was home and she said i'm so glad that we spent the day together love you barbie <sighs> That's a really sweet moment, Brie. It was. Thank you. Well, <laughs> that was a good weekend. So good. We had some good time away. Like <laughs> Brie and I did spend a healthy amount of time, which is what we say, a healthy amount of time away from each other um, because we feel that that's necessary yeah. from time to time. But we also spent a healthy amount of time away from you guys. Yeah. And we're so happy to be back. We're back. And we're so happy <laughs> that I'm still kicking ass with my segues. <laughs> that doesn't go anywhere you know 
If anything, it makes me sharper. But welcome back, BBs. Yeah, welcome home. Thank you for letting us have that little break. We definitely needed the rest. Yeah. But we are so happy to have you back. We are happy to be here so we can all celebrate our one-year anniversary together now. Fuck yeah. (laughs) As two people with ADHD, that's a big accomplishment. It is. I am so proud of us. We had some little gaps in there. We did. But but at the end of the day, we got back up and we did it. Like, it would have been so easy for two gals like us. Oh, yeah. To maybe hop off that train. But we were like, no, we love our roomies. Nearly ghosted everybody. We could have. Have no fear. (laughs) Have no fear. Why are we applauding ourselves for doing the bare minimum? (laughs) Like, we literally made the commitment to do this and we're like, we're great. And we're like, and we kept doing it. Look at us. Everybody clap. (laughs) Clap. Everyone say thank you. Everyone say thank you. But no, we we say thank you to you guys. Yes. You have made this so much fun for us. And Mm -hmm. you're like the reason why we even wanted to come back when we had that small gap. Right. So you've just been a huge blessing for us. And we're so thankful for everybody. New, old. We love you all. Yeah. We want to keep growing. So in case this is your first time listening, I'm Bree. I'm Abby. And we are your rent-free roommates for a whole year. Woo! (laughs) I'm so happy that we made it. I am proud of us. No, of course. It's a huge accomplishment. And I'm, you know. It feels good to be back here with you guys. This definitely helps me. (laughs) As much as I hope we help you, you guys definitely help me personally. I think that's the best way to put it. You guys really do help us as well. Like, you really make our day. Yeah. And we've been getting so many compliments lately just on how great we've been making people feel, how seen they, like, feel when they listen to us and some of them are even imagining like their own family members sitting at the table with us <laughs> so like that shit really makes our day i love that and we just want to keep spreading that to everybody but like we really can't do that without your guys's help yeah <laughs> please if you haven't subscribed yet please, like what please, are you doing please. <laughs> uh, like my god Hello? i want to know are you gonna die as easy as i am <laughs> are you right there with me <laughs> like are you just like waiting on death too? Like, holy shit, what's got this guy held up? Or like, do you have something positive to talk about? Right, correct. <laughs> or can you maybe like help me think of, Bree and I help us think of something positive? Have you seen the Barbie movie? Do you think that mom and daughter were paid actors? I do. Let us know. We want to know. We want to know. And the best way to do that is to email us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com, that would be great. We love it. We love it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about all of that stuff because um, we'll listen to anything. We really yeah. will. Whether it's good, bad, if you just need to vent, if you need us to call that person a bitch, <laughs> we're here for it. Yeah. We've got it. Okay? We are here to support you. Like you found us. Hard part's over. Come on. <laughs> And you can also follow us on all of our social media. We are rent-free roommates everywhere except for X. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> we're technically there. I don't know how long we're going to be there. <laughs> I'm not even on there anymore. And we're I really thought. That's, that says something. I really thought I would never get rid of Twitter. Yeah. But here I am. Yeah. That when you said that, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, that, that is really." For anybody really who doesn't know now. me, I loved Twitter. Yeah, that was my baby. You actively were always telling me something off of Twitter, and I it was, was like, when, "Where did you hear that?" And you were like, "Twitter." <laughs> like it's the fucking How Washington Post. I was like, "Are you fucking for real? Get on Twitter." Um, and now I hate it. I'm never on it. 
yeah. fuck that. But yes, we are on there. Yeah, technically. If you um, want to stop by there, I mean, <laughs> if we are rent we'll roomies. never say no to a follow. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, please follow us on social media, wherever you choose. Uh, we are rent-free roommates everywhere except for that place where we are rent-free roomies because <laughs> mm-hmm. it didn't fit. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I hope Elon doesn't hear this and sue us. <laughs> what is he going to take? What is he yeah. going to take? What is he going to take? I'm so broke. What do you want, dude? <laughs> You're not going to get anything oh from me. Oh my God. Me. Don't take our microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him ideas. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only thing of value we have <laughs> and even that it's like not the it's not the best on the market <laughs> gets the job done i'm just gonna give it to somebody just and then flip us off she's gonna take it away and then just like just because he can the lake. just because he can he's a fuck you being happy fuck you I hate him. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, if you do have anything, if you want to talk about how much you hate that guy too, email us. <laughs> it's R-E-N-T-F-R-E-E-R-O-O-M-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. <laughs> she was practicing that in the mirror before we did this. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We know that she's always been down with that fucking name. <laughs> And so should you. We even get compliments on our name. I feel, I think I forgot to tell you the few times, handful of times really, that I've gotten that. Really? Yeah. A bunch of new people, they'll always be like, even people that haven't listened yet, but I've just like, they've seen it or uh-huh. they've noticed it and they read it. They were like, I love, that's such a catchy name. And I was like, ah, thank you. <laughs> well, everybody, if that's going to tell you anything... I mean, we're the podcast for you. There's not much else we can do except like literally bust into your fucking house, grab all your electronic devices, make you open them, and then watch you follow us. Um, and But we'll never force anybody to do anything. Oh, I was just about to say I'm not above it. That was wild. Oh, <laughs> we're on two different pages for that. All right. Well, I think before this goes any further. We'll find a happy medium and get back to you. Yes. <laughs> for now, we'll get into it. <laughs> I think it's gonna scare me yeah i was like reading it when i was back home a little bit and i was getting a little spooked because one thing i will say is like my street is so scary at night i've always Ooh. thought that as a child there are literally no lights on my street except at Ooh. the very corner where it's like a white house with like a front porch and it's an orange light that beams down at like the four-way stop of an intersection and oh it's all pitch black but unlet but like just lit there and I have the perfect view of it from my upstairs bedroom. And I've just like, like oh my God, right? <laughs> and I there's like a little like ledge on my room because it's kind of like a loft style on our second floor. So I used to just sit out that like that window and watch. And I was like, damn, it'd be so cool to see somebody getting chased. <laughs> right? I'm dead ass. I It's like the perfect shot. Like I really want to shoot a scary movie there like that Man. town is so creepy at night so like all of the for like the podcasts that we love to listen to like daily do you also always picture most of those stories like from the perspective of like your house and like your neighborhood yeah i picture them like a lot of them taking place here oh really yeah well if, it's, if, if we know it's a city one yeah. yeah but like i picture some of them like at my house which isn't necessarily it's very suburban like it's because like i lived in a cul-de-sac 
and but it was an open cul-de-sac sometimes there would be just like random people that are like usually turning around or sometimes they're just like sitting there sometimes they're doing donuts and sometimes they're just Fucking sitting losers. there <laughs> yeah i'm just jealous because i can't do one and, but without when, crying when it would be people that were probably just like turned around because the streets in my old in my hometown can be very confusing and they were probably just like, okay, finally an opening. I'm going to look at my GPS and figure out where the hell I'm going. But while Bree's like, I'm going to call the cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching this car that's like facing my house. She's writing down the license plate, like neighborhood watch. She's like, X5213, get the fuck out of here right now. And then they finally leave. I'm like, oh my Neighborhood safe for another day. <laughs> I will picture like a lot of those stories like at my house. And just like when they're like talking about hiding from the windows and stuff. Because we well, have a big picture window. That's because your house has huge windows, dude. Yeah. I don't like that. And so like my house doesn't have that. But like, again, it's just pitch black outside of like, I don't know why it gets so dark. But like, there's nothing. That's and I've creepy. And I've always been afraid to look out of the windows at night because I'm afraid of seeing someone look back at me. Yeah. Um, I would even get scared to like go to my car. You guys, this isn't even supposed to be a spooky like episode. No. I don't know why. <laughs> we're just spooky girls all year long. So all year. Ghoulie gals. And we're getting like even closer. Like I want you to know you guys heard it here first. <laughs> spooky season has commenced. <laughs> we are already there. <laughs> Start buying We've your shit. There. Start decorating your house because September and October are, it's just not enough. Yeah. It's just not enough. No. I've I, decided that. And I, what like little serotonin I have left in me goes into these months. So I need it for <laughs> as long as I can get it. Well, and I'm always excited, even just for fall in general. It's I fucking beautiful. I want to go to Maine again this year. I feel bad that I really kind of shit on August because by August, I want it to be fall. I'm always like, okay, I'm done with summer. I'm done yeah, sweating. Yeah, 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 I yeah, want yeah, it to be yeah. fall. And I we're going to get there. <laughs> and we are there and we mentality are. wise we are Midnight, there yes. so but like if you guys aren't there sorry about that <laughs> i do live in a very spooky place i just have to tell yeah. you that if you want to know where it is you have to dm me or follow us i won't tell you for free <laughs> yeah um, maybe run that by me before you tell anybody <laughs> oh. i don't think i like that idea <laughs> i have to run it by my agent first <laughs> so i may have spoke too soon i'll give you a hint <laughs> If anything, Illinois. <laughs> Go. <laughs> That's why I have her. She really reels me back in. It's like a mother and a child with a leash, like at the Mall of America. I'm so freaking pumped. And it feels like so much of the world is. I'm glad that we're all really getting on the same page. But like I said, in, uh, in our little break message, uh, we want to hear your spooky stories. We do. We want to hear from you guys. Please yeah. send that stuff our way. Like literally anything that you have. If you think your house was haunted, if you think your roommate was fucking haunted. <laughs> um, <laughs> truly. If you have like a scary story, a scary encounter. Mm -hmm. I mean, God knows I have quite a few. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Brie does too. And I can't wait to hear your guys' stories too. So send them our way. Literally anything that you can think of. Yeah. It doesn't have to be supernatural. It can be, but oh, like, even if funny. it's, you know, yeah, if it's funny, that's fun too. But even just like true horror, like everyday life of mm -hmm. scary people, some close calls or mm -hmm. anything like that, like want to hear it all. I love Me that too. stuff. I, I truly do listen to true horror podcasts every single day when I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> I really have the gall to be like, I don't understand why my mental health is so bad. Right. Just listen back to like episode three, like 
obviously. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so depressed. I don't get it. And then I'm like, I listen to true horror every day. <laughs> and I live in darkness. No, my God. We're working on it, everybody. But right now we're going to work on you. Let's get into this first one. Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy for being frustrated? Hi. I moved in with my roommate January 1st of this year. She's been in the apartment for three years and has cycled through roommates throughout the years. Not because of any issues, simply because they have moved on, gotten married, etc. I'm a college student in the city, so it's been so hard finding good humans to live with until I found my current roommate. She's seriously the sweetest. She graduated with a degree in what I'm currently studying, so we have some things in common, and she respects my privacy and need for alone time. However, she's been dating a guy since like right before I moved in and they've been growing increasingly close. He owns his own home, works hard, and is also so nice. They are perfect for each other. He started coming to the apartment a lot around March, but then started staying the night frequently. Now he stays at least four nights a week. And the worst part is I never have any idea when he's coming. She used to let me know, and I let her know I'd rather know he's coming than not know, but she slowly stopped telling me because of how often he is over. She says she felt annoying telling me every time. She also gave him the spare key that was supposed to be mine without telling me, and he's come in several times without her being home to grab stuff, and I receive no warning. This has gotten so frustrating for me because I feel like I can't utilize the common spaces of my own apartment when he's here. I feel like I'm intruding and I know I shouldn't feel this way because they are both so nice. I don't know. I'm just frustrated when he literally owns a home that they don't stay at. I'm also terrible in confrontation and wouldn't even know where to begin bringing this up if it's even worth being upset about since she's literally so great otherwise. Hmm. I feel like right off the bat, I have to say you have to talk about it because yeah. it's your home. Yeah. Like I did like, yes, I understand. Like, that's great that they're great people. So they should understand them. Theoretically speaking. Yeah. yeah. You know, they sound like they're wonderful. They sound like they're understanding. I think if you approach it in a way that's like, you know, I feel a little suffocated in my own space sometimes. Like, you know, this apartment really is meant for two people. He does have a home. Like, do you think you guys could stay there a couple nights a week or something of that nature? I mean, it doesn't have to be super like, I don't like him being here, but it's like, you do feel like this isn't you don't get to rest yeah you feel like you constantly have a guest and it's true like you really do like whether or not they're a good person or great like after a while like I mean if the apartment wasn't meant for that many people to begin with it does feel like a crowd because it's also like I can't be in the kitchen when they're in the kitchen because this space is only so big or like if they're watching tv we don't have another TV and I'm right. not going to be like, get out of here. Or you like, feel if, like a third wheel. Exactly. Like, that's not comfortable. I mean, and that's just like the reality of it. Like, I mean, it's great that they're there and like, you can say that you don't mind too. Mm-hmm. Like you don't mind like the hanging out, but if he could be gone by a certain time, so you could like really truly unwind, like maybe you're somebody who like in your home space, truly, I mean, who likes to walk around nude. Who likes to do this? Right, or close but, to it. Like, it doesn't even matter. Right, yeah. or, like, you can't do that in your home space, and that's annoying. Yeah. and But, like, at the end of the day, it's your space, though, and he has his space. I get it. That's, I truly, I do. Oh, it, 100%. Yeah, you have every 
right to be frustrated. It's completely valid that you're frustrated. Don't gaslight yourself. Yeah, that's wild. Just because wild. they're nice people. That's like the thing too is like that shouldn't stop you. If they're nice people, they're nice people. That's great. That doesn't mean like nice people can't like annoy you or do bad things unintentionally. Right. Yeah. Or be inconsiderate. Right. Without, like maybe it happens not consciously, but yeah. You said in the beginning that she's, you know, conscious or respects your time alone, but, and that's great, but also alone time is something that's like, part of that is the autonomy of choosing when you have alone Mm -hmm. time. And sometimes you want to socialize or sometimes you just want to use the space of the place where you live that you pay for. Mm -hmm. So, and you have that right. So yeah, this is this, I would absolutely be frustrated too. We have actually had experience with this as well. Yeah, I don't know that the person was as nice, but. Or um, considerate at all. (laughs) We didn't necessarily have the other half of it, uh, but that should make things better in, you know, for the overall outcome of your situation. Don't gaslight yourself into feeling like, you it's it's you or you're being ridiculous because you're not like I said it's you pay for this space this is your home and you sound very much like us we're like which is not a unique thing I think everybody wants to just unwind when they come home and it's like your space you don't want to have to be limited to a particular space too like they can just be like oh go in your room but it's like okay but like what if I don't want to be in my room right now what if like me being in my room is not my version or vision of an unwinding maybe I want to take a bubble bath but we have one bathroom yeah. And he's here and like, I feel comfortable with you walking in, but not him. Like, come on. Right. Like those are the things like, you know, I don't really know like their whole living situation, the ins and outs, but like just that in general, like I remember we had a fucking roommate like, we've actually had a couple of roommates who have been pretty inconsiderate with their significant others. Yeah. So like, I really do feel you on this, which right. the rate of my talking should be able to tell you that. I feel like that's <laughs> a good indicator for everybody yeah. uh, like to know the faster I talk, the more passion I have behind it. Cause I've got a <laughs> lot of opinions then. Um, So no, this is coming from a place of experience and heart and just like fucking frustration. But like literally one of like the first couple days of her moving in, I'm doing the dishes in our kitchen just in like a sports bra and like yoga pants and like nothing too revealing. It's my home. And she goes, oh, hey, can you cover up because he's coming over? And I was like, no, I'm actually not going to cover up one because this is my home. And two, if you're with a man, who you're like that like self-conscious of like your roommate just being in a sports bra and yoga pants then like that's a whole nother thing that you need to discuss with him and that's not on me that's on you right but like that's just wild that you would ask me to cover up in my home also what is there to cover up you can literally wear that at the gym right like Like, exactly like there's just like so much spoken there like without even being honestly a lot was said even in like that short sentence but I was just like that's wild like this man does not live here this man has no say so in anything and also it's my home and so if I want this I can do whatever the fuck I very well please so if you want your space I mean it sounds like your people are a lot more considerate and nice Mm. than the ones that we dealt with ours like literally avoided confrontation like would use the back door instead of the front yeah do you remember that that was wild too Oh, the one time that I, I don't yell at people. The one time that I was getting close to yelling and I was just actually 
like sternly setting boundaries or correcting something she did because it was like the last straw. She literally was hiding behind the door. She was just peeking her head around the door. (laughs) But that's the thing too, is like, we don't want you to get to that living situation either because it's also like not good. Like there was a lot of built up frustration Mm -hmm. that led to this too. And like, I think at a certain point it did not become productive on either end for us to be interacting with each other. And like, and I like, it was just really toxic towards the end. I mean, I think that's just the level of frustration we were all brought to. It doesn't justify it. But it also made for a terrible living situation. And I don't want you to get to that. It sounds like she's a lovely person. Yeah. It sounds like you guys can, you, you have some communication. Mm -hmm. We just need a little bit more. Yeah. And I think you can reiterate because there was some help, you know, in the beginning you said she stopped letting you know because she was worried she felt she was being annoying. Literally just tell be like, you will never be annoying. Mm-hmm. Be like, I'm never going to be annoyed by this. Yeah. Please just tell me. It's it's more annoying to not know yeah. than to know. You are never going to annoy me by telling me that he's coming over. Yeah. And I think I actually do that with like you guys too. I'm always like, I know you guys don't care. But, like, so-and-so is going to come over. Right. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, like, giving you that courtesy so that, like, you can be comfortable in your home to some degree. Right. Or just know. Right. Like, just a, some heads up so you can just, like, mentally prepare yourself for having a guest. And that's just all about, like, it's just consideration, too. Like, I I mean, truly, like, I don't always bring people here um, just because I know that, like, that's not the living situation that, like, everybody wants to be in. That's not considerate when you have roommates, too. So it's also, I mean, like, it truly is just doing that. Like, Yeah, there does need to be a compromise. They're there doing does. it at a very high frequency. This is this is too much. It really and is. He has a home. I'm mm-hmm. so confused by this. Right. Is it haunted? <laughs> is he renting Do it out? Do you have a ghost? <laughs> like, is he renting out this place that he bought? That's too frequent. You, like, mm-hmm. that's the other reason why that's you, ridiculous. you don't. A little bit it's not ridiculous that you're frustrated you know because that's way too much that is most of the week and he has a whole house why the hell are they not going like does you think that would be the better yeah like situation for them he that's why he must have roommates or something like he rents out a room or something something but like so does she so so split it like there's there's literally no reason i can see for them to not make this a more even split of her going over there and him going over to your apartment. Yeah, I mean, just for the sake of everybody, too. And I feel like how they approach it, too, is going to also tell you a lot. And so maybe this is your last year with them for the lease. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that's Right, also- sounds like they need to move in together. Right. Like, what the hell? Do you guys, wanna look for- Do you guys need help looking for a place? <laughs> sounds like they already have one. He has a whole house. Okay, guys, so... Uh, right, I'll go there! <laughs> look, I found one. It's your house. <laughs> Input your address. Do you need help? Do you want me to show you around your house? I know you're not there a lot. (laughs) Did you forget? Where is that? This is your bedroom. See how big it is compared to the one that my roommate has? Are you fucking for real? Do you notice how there's no other people here? Crazy. There's no one here. It's kind of creepy. It's because you're supposed to be here. It's so dark, right? It's almost like you're paying a mortgage for what? Yeah, what the hell? I'm going to go back to this place. Where <laughs> Can you, I stay at your house where if you guys are going to be here all the where time? Where you won't be, right? <laughs> yeah, just ask him if you can move into his place. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking house swap then. Like, do you, like what is it? <laughs> I'm not paying your mortgage though, dude. Sorry, no. that's on you. <laughs> I'm going to continue paying the rent for just my room. <laughs> so I hope you got a lot from that. <laughs> but truly, like, I think just a conversation 
reiterating some of the things you guys have already talked about Mm -hmm. and just finding a compromise. And also, I think if anybody understands, it's hard to start a conversation. It's us. (laughs) We're still working on that too. (laughs) All the time. I truly, Brie does get better each time, but she's kind of the queen of starting conversations (laughs) at the worst time. I remember the time when I woke up straight from a nap and she was like, we should talk. And I was like, oh. (laughs) no not now it's wild it's funny but no they're really hard conversations to have but like they do need to happen they've always been beneficial in the long run right we with those other roommates got to that point because like we said we couldn't have it didn't have to be confrontation it didn't it could have been communication conversation yes (laughs) but she avoided they avoided that too because they were every time every single time like we wanted to talk right we wanted it to just be a conversation and just like sit down like have a little roommate talk and be like hey let's air some stuff out like why would why on earth would we want a negative living situation this is where i have to come home to right like of course i want to work it out and like that's how you can obviously approach it too like it's not that you don't dislike this person or not want them around you just need a healthy amount of your own alone time too that's like also why you moved out and all of this so it's like i didn't sign a lease for me and two plus people or two people like that's just the reality of it and that's fair yeah. And they need to understand that too. And I mean, if they're understanding individuals, they will. And if they don't, then I hope the lease is up soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause they need to just move into his house, his house emphasis, <laughs> all caps. Oh my God. It really, that is the part that just keeps getting me <laughs> while well, I continue contemplating that. <laughs> we'll move on, but <laughs> Try and do that math. <laughs> Bree's just not getting it. She's like, but you have a house. <laughs> a house. I don't, I don't get it. H, not apartment. A. <laughs> like a home. She like, doesn't like get a it. House. She doesn't get it. I don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> yeah. They need to get it. <laughs> Make them get it. <laughs> Go get them. We're going to help someone else. <laughs> but yes, thank you for sharing that with us we can definitely relate you are not crazy for being frustrated you have every right to be frustrated mm-hmm. but nip that in the bud and have you know a real conversation because sounds like you guys can you have that ability you can so, do it yeah best of luck with that thank you so much let us know how it goes peace and blessings part which i think maybe you would even like actually i wonder if you wouldn't like it because maybe it would make like the cape cod area <laughs> or like one of your favorite places seem a little creepy really why um, it just take takes place there <laughs> but it's like vampires oh and i stuff know which one you're talking about have you watched i it? watched about like half of it but like fell off yeah, well, and it's only like five or six episodes. Yeah. But yeah, I want to finish it now that <laughs> Jared got us hooked. But the second part is me? aliens. I fucking love that the cape would be scary too. <laughs> I want to be in the spooky places. True. Um, but yeah, the second part was about aliens. And I was like, they already Ooh. did that. in. They already did aliens in season two. I actually can't watch season two. Like it really? genuinely freaks me out. I love season I am two. Like, I think it's because that's where I started. I'm truthfully just like really afraid of like going mad. 
I think that's why I'm so like, if the second that happens, peace me out. I'm just like not trying to live with that kind of craziness. It's wild. Yeah. Um, but like, it's really scary to see that. It's scary to see like how sadistic people, like I just don't like it. But do you okay. remember like the B plot? It's like American Horror Story has always had like this out of pocket B plot for every season where it's like, where is this it's coming like from? It's like Dylan McDermott's character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, but, and then, but the one girl in the asylum, there's something. Don't spoil it for everybody, Brie. There's something that has They've to do with They've only had aliens. 10 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget. It's been so long. And I do know that aliens were like somewhat involved. And I also was like was not weird. a... I was like not a fan of her hooking up with Evan Peters. And I was like, ew, she doesn't deserve him. I should be with him. <laughs> so I was like, fuck her. But apparently that's what the second story of the double feature is, is aliens. Because well, it know. was in a lot of the promo. Did you see that Kim Kardashian's in the newest... Kim Kardashian. <laughs> um, she's in the newest one. No, that makes me not want to watch it. Oh, well, I'm just telling you. Don't shoot the messenger. I didn't do it. Maybe he'll do aliens again now that, like, aliens are here and stuff. Do you think an alien would want to be on this podcast? Well, so here was my question. I was trying to talk to somebody. I'm like, do you think aliens understand English? I don't know. Did I ask you this? No. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. But this girl I saw on Instagram had a fun theory. She was like, okay, so, like, what was the, like, boom of alien sightings and stuff like that and just like the news and everybody talking about it she was she pinpointed it to like 40s and 50s she was like there was so many alien sightings everywhere and she was like and what were the parts of the world she was like the u.s paris and i forget where else okay but she was like and what else was happening in the 40s and 50s she was like here in america disney started she was like where else are there disneyland's and it was all the same places. There's like all of these alien sightings. So she was like, so what if aliens are so far advanced that they just need to relax sometimes? Maybe they're only coming here for vacation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was waiting to see where this went. She was like, what if they're just coming here maybe for Disney? Maybe they just like the movies and want to see it too. Like, why can't they like She's Disney? Like, maybe they're Disney adults. <laughs> I like where her head is at. <laughs> Me too. I was like, that's fun. She's very positive. <laughs> well, I'll be a vacation place for aliens. <laughs> I'm happy that they want to be here. Yeah. Most people don't. I don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I get it. It's the happiest place ever, you know? Yeah. Who doesn't want to go there? We've been saying on Earth, but maybe in the whole universe. Galaxy. <laughs> we don't know. They have fast passes that we don't even know no, about. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you guys got your <laughs> shit figured out if you're listening. <laughs> I hope you're able, if you don't know the human language, I hope you're at least able to translate it into your language and can listen to this. Yeah, if you want to come on, we'll figure it out. We'll, figure we'll out talk how about we it. I'll talk. Morris, <laughs> I feel like you have to understand Morse code, and then we'll find somebody who understands Morse code, because I don't. They probably understand English. I Nor think it's going to be harder for us, us to, to understand, understand them. them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Those dumb little humans. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> how to love and take care of myself. I've been struggling with social anxiety since I was a child and continue to struggle as a 30-year-old woman. I go through massive depressive episodes and keep beating myself up over my anxiety, dirty room, health issues, weight, and not taking care of my hair, skin, slash being lazy. It feels like what is normal for others is 50 times harder for me for whatever reason. I'm struggling to just feel like a decent human being. Did I write this? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to unpack that. (laughs) I'm really tired and exhausted of always being mean to myself, but I don't know how to do otherwise. 
My mind just shits on me automatically. I was wondering if any of you have gone through this or might have any idea how I can start being kinder and more loving towards myself and how to build healthy habits from the ground up. I mean, I literally feel like this on a I whole new level. This. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I've been I'm currently there and it's hard. And I actually was just saying to Abby earlier today, because we were both just venting to each other, that literally everyone I'm talking to right now is in that exact same like mental space. And I don't know what's going on. I mean, <laughs> actually, just period. I don't know what's going on. That's the problem. <laughs> None of us know. Step one. What the fuck is going on right now in happening. the whole world? Do the aliens know? Can they help us out? <laughs> but... Yeah, um, currently there right now, and I think don't do this because I'm I. This is something I do, and I try and stop myself. If you've been in a better place, try not to even compare yourself to that. It's comforting to know that like I've been in a positive place before; I can get there again. But it's also a way of beating yourself up for not being there currently, and I do that to myself because I'm like how how do I not like I've done that before all of these things like you you even said taking care of yourself I'm I've been beating myself up for a long time about struggling with that as well and it's so easy to just talk down to yourself because it does feel like your brain just automatically goes to well this is so easy or I used to do this all the time you know it was I would I was better at taking care of myself and in this time or back then or like whatever it is but that's not productive and that's not helpful. So I think at least give yourself credit for recognizing it even. Like that is the first step is recognizing that you're having these thoughts because I'll, I'll give myself credit for that growth. That in the past, even though I'm having a lot of the same thoughts that I had, maybe even as far back as like middle school which was not a good time <laughs> mentally, I think for like anybody. Did anybody have a good time in middle school? Or just self-deprecating or self-hating thoughts that I would even have back then, I'm catching them now. And that, I feel like, is a victory and growth in itself that now I can recognize that so that I can try to stop it and get ahead of it or flip it around, whatever it may be. Because back then those intrusive thoughts just happened and it and those intrusive thoughts completely drove my entire day and my week my month the whole school year whatever it was I just lived in it and I thought that that was reality now I can it takes work and it's not easy and it's not a fast process unfortunately but now I can at least clock that and question it and be like why am I why am I doing that to myself and, or just tell myself to stop it. (laughs) And I think, I mean, honestly, journaling, I know we've talked about this before, but I did have somewhat recently, I was in such a bad mental place, like towards the end of a work day. And I just couldn't stop the intrusive thoughts. It was just one negative thing after the other. And it was just this, I was spiraling and I could feel myself doing that. And I was like, this is not, this is not going to end well if I keep doing this. 
So I literally, instead of journaling, you can journal normal. That's always going to be helpful. But I just started writing down all of these awful thoughts that I was having just to get them out and like get them out of my brain just to write them down and then I can just forget about them or even look at them on the page and then not having them just completely loop through my head one after the other and just like scrambling in a mess in my head having them written down on a paper and reading them I was like well that's ridiculous like that's that thought isn't actually true or like this you feel this way because of this right now this isn't forever and that's always true even the bad stuff is not forever so you're gonna get through it but giving yourself some credit in being able to recognize these negative thoughts is a really good first step in just giving yourself some positivity and then I think journaling could be a good next step give it a try if you've never done it before but also just writing down how you're feeling just to kind of check in with yourself is always going to be a good thing to do as well you really <laughs> great start Bree. I really just want to echo a lot of what she said um there was a couple things that stood out to me reading this too especially the part where you were like oh I feel like things are 50 times harder for me when I compare it to other people and I just want to say right there that's been a really interesting thing for me growing up um because I used to have similar thoughts where I'm like you know I see myself as this but like people my like even recently I just feel like a lot of my friends have been like getting married and have just like what feels like I guess what you would consider like a very traditional like thought of adult life and like I do but like it's very different from them like I still very much so have like luxuries that they don't and stuff like that and like part of me feels like somewhat weird about that but then like part of me doesn't but it's also this idea of like not everybody has also had the same experiences as you or maybe had to overcome the same obstacles not everybody has like mental health struggles too like that's been a really interesting thing for me to learn as an adult is that like some people don't even have like these intrusive thoughts of like what if I'm not or what if they hate me that that kind of thing like they just literally wake up and feel like fuck yeah and I'm over here like fuck no no <laughs> um so it's just interesting and it's been really helpful for me to be like yeah no like this person did not have to deal with this at the age that I did or have an a, like adult like be x y and z to me these kind of things that like maybe put you in a different like status or mindset in your life to get you through that struggle therefore you weren't progressing like this so like you have to kind of factor in those things too but it's also not healthy or really realistic to compare yourself to somebody else too because yeah. not everybody had like no one life is the same therefore no one like and I always say that like success is not linear and nor are like achievements or like mindsets like your ups and downs are going to happen too and I just think that like it's also just important to call them out and kind of maybe understand them for what they are kind of like what Brie was saying earlier is like catching these thoughts like when she was writing them down um a thing that like I like to do is if like a thought starts with a what if then it's likely an intrusive thought because it's like, where is the factual information? Or if I start to have like a really negative intrusive thought, I'll ask myself like, you know, 
where are these feelings coming from? And then also something that I've been doing too is like also putting it on other people as well that like you're a grown adult too. So like if you're mad at me, then speak up and say it. Otherwise, then like I'm not going to assume there's an issue because you as an adult as well should also communicate that to me. Therefore, you don't have to spend your time doing that. Yeah. Those kind of things um, are just like things that I've picked up on in my adult life and then just to be candid as well I also taking take anxiety medication and for some people it works some people it doesn't I'm one of the people that it's actually pretty beneficial for me and it's helped me have a lot more of like a clearer mindset it's not the go-to obviously like there's a lot of other alternatives but it's just an alternative that does work for me Um, So it's certainly worth, like, if you feel comfortable and think it's something you could be interested in, you know, you you can go talk to your primary care physician and they can speak to you on a more personal level and talk about what might work for you, maybe do some testing, because, like, not every medication is, like, one size fits all. It might take some trial and error, but it's certainly worth a look as well if you think that's a route that could be beneficial for you. And it doesn't need to be long term. A lot of people take it short term as well. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we have said in the past, you know, we are huge advocates for therapy. I am also very, 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 very much aware that as much as therapy is like everyone should be doing it, not everyone can afford to do it. And not it's not available to everybody. But trying to find I know that there are some things especially now you know it's been made a little bit easier some people do have success with the kind of telehealth way of going about it with you know some of the apps and things that are out there I'm not gonna like say you know jump and go do that because I have not done the research for it so I'm not gonna like <laughs> sponsor it she's like so here. I don't know yeah But do your research and see if that's something that you'd be willing to do or even look and see, you know, there could be group therapies. Some people that don't like one-on-one therapy and are kind of weirded out by the idea of that end up being very successful in like a group therapy kind of environment. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. It would make you feel like a little bit better knowing that like people have similar struggles to you too. Yeah. And like, that's the thing as well. Like it helps a lot to feel seen. And if you have like somebody who you can kind of communicate this with, I mean, I always recommend just like asking if they also have like the headspace to talk about something that may or may not be pretty negative. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be conscious of their well-being as well. When we are able to talk about it with each other, I feel so much better after and so much more validated. And it's kind of easier to like break things down and rationalize them as well. Mm-hmm. And I also would recommend it's a tough path. That one that I'm actually looking into, I'd like to start doing shadow work. I yeah, me too. I've been th- I've been told many times I need to start doing that. It's like basically if you don't know what it is and I probably have just like the very bare knowledge because I just started looking into it, but it's like doing a deep reflection within and it's like various different prompts and I've been like from what I've read, it can get very personal because it really forces you to look on the inside. But I've also read that it's been like very successful for the people who look into it and really gets them like in a healthier place or like at least cope or understand certain things about their life. Yeah. So that could certainly be an option as well. Um, if you have the ability to take the time to do any of these, I mean, you're more than worth it and know that you're not alone in these feelings either. 
No. And I think it's so far from alone. Just really important to acknowledge some of these thoughts as like not being real and being negative and just being hurtful for the sake of being hurtful. And one thing I always like to do to myself too is I'm like, I love myself. Why would I why would I talk to myself like that? Like I don't think that about her. Or sometimes I envision like myself as a child and I'm like, I would never want to speak to her like that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually been really helpful and successful for me too. And like, this is going to seem silly once you know, Brie, cause like now you're going to know, but I actually keep a photo of myself on like a mirror out here. It's Aww. down at the moment, but I'm just like, I really liked that photo of her. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know that like, I'm always like, I'm not going to talk mean to her cause she's a sweetie pie <laughs> and like all that shit. And it's been really helpful because I see her and I'm like, nah, I got you, bitch. Also, yeah, that or imagine somebody saying the things you're saying to yourself to one of your best friends. Or like your child. How would you feel about that person? You'd be fucking pissed. Yeah, so don't... That's how you're talking about you, baby. We're pissed. beat yourself up. We're pissed. And it really is, it's so easy to be like, it feels like it's so much easier for them. They might just be better at... Hiding it. Yeah. Because I just had a, a, a situation recently that it, it also, I kind of got an impromptu little support group for <laughs> um, that just popped up. I kind of reconnected with some old f- friends and we, so now I feel like I have the support group and it was so nice to like validate each other because we're all kind of going through this same situation. And it was so therapeutic to hear my one friend put so many feelings that I had been feeling for years into finally put it into words that I either hadn't admitted to myself or just couldn't find the words to explain those feelings and she said it so perfectly that I was like oh my god yes that's exactly what I've been going through that's exactly how I feel or pointing out things I didn't realize I'm like yeah you're so right like that is exactly what's happening and just feel it, it was so validating so you know I think some kind of group even if it's unofficial and it's just with friends and just you know having time to vent if you're not doing that you know don't don't feel like you're burdening friends with you know by venting because that's what friends are there for but like Abby said you know make sure be conscious of if they have the space for it because they might be going through some stuff too um, but truly, like I would, like Abby said, I would never be mad at her Mm-mm. for coming to me, even if I kind of had a rough day or something like that. If I see, if Abby's having a really rough time and, or she just needed to unload, you know, I'm, I'm there for her and I'm going to, I would let her know if it was too much. Yeah. And that's the important thing too, is that like, you should have like an open communication between you and said person that you're talking to that like, if it gets to a point where you want to like stop this or like, you just feel like you're at, you've reached your capacity because it, it is always just a blessing having another person to listen. I also, literally anything you can find to help you make sense of your feelings if you're not really ready for therapy. Some people might laugh at it and some people think it's a whole, you know, a hoax or just fake. But I really like tarot cards and I've gotten really into that. And I have friends who I go to like for readings but I also have my own deck now. And sometimes that's enough just to kind of turn my day around. Just to have this thing, even if... It's that, nice to have something. Yeah, it's just nice to have something that kind of explains things or can make a decision when I can't. Yeah. 
but it, and that's the thing Brie is again it's different for everybody like what's gonna make you feel good may not work for somebody because I was just gonna say is that like another thing I like to do when I feel like particularly stuck when I'm like these are such easy tasks Abby just come on I love to make lists Brie can attest to yes, this yes I I'm love a, a list too. I'm a list bitch to the day I die like and it feels so good to scratch something off no matter how small it is like sometimes mm-hmm. I literally have just like eat breakfast on there or fold laundry or pay rent like and it feels so good and I feel like I'm getting something done and then just like I have silly little tactics too like I I like if I'm working in the house and need to be working and need to be productive I wear shoes and I don't and I don't take them off until I'm done because like it tricks your brain into thinking that you need to be doing something still so it won't go into relaxing mode yet so fucking fun facts there yeah that's such a good I love that one. And it helps me so much. Like I've literally Mm -hmm. seen the increase and then maybe this will help you too. It only takes 10 days to build a habit. So remember (laughs) that because I used to not make my bed every day, but I was like 10 days. Abby, just do it 10 days in a row and you can do it. And now I make it every single day. Wow. Because it feels good to look at it when I leave. I'm like, that's my fucking bed made. I just fucking hate my Come on, Brie, you can do it. Because <laughs> you gotta le- because you gotta look at it every morning before you leave, like a dad who just mowed the lawn. Like that's my fucking lawn. That's my fucking bed. Okay? Okay. Think about it. I'm gonna uh deflect and and turn it back on the writer and say <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> for sharing with us. Bottom line, just know you are not Period. alone in these feelings. And if you have more and you wanna write again, you know, check in with us because we're going through it too. I'm, well, I can't talk <laughs> Clearly, for Clearly, I, I mean, am. but like we had so much advice that it's a little like, mm, okay, <laughs> they've done this. <laughs> There's way too many, like maybe three, I would, they would have been like, yeah, they kind of know. No, yeah. been there, bought property, <laughs> have a summer home. Yeah. We love frequent, it there. No, actually. Frequent flyer. We would love to leave. Yeah. <laughs> we are looking for new property, but No. <laughs> And um, also, like, it's not ridiculous that you're feeling this way because oh, the world is fucking on fire right now. Like, like, it is a, it's ridiculous. What can we do? Everything Nothing. is so hard. Yeah, just like it really is very difficult at the moment, and I feel like we're just all kind of doing the best we can at the yeah. end of the day, too. And give yourself credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> God, just yeah. At the end of the day, we're on a floating rock, you know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But yeah, find your outlet to give you a little bit of joy because yeah. We all need it. I really hope like any one of these is helpful and I'd love to hear back from you and know if you've implemented any of them, if they've been successful and just know that you always have, you know, a space in our place where you can vent and let us know how you are. You literally can always talk to us too. Yeah, because I think that even silences some of those intrusive thoughts is knowing that you're not alone, Mm -hmm. knowing that somebody else is going through it too. It's like, okay, maybe I'm not this big fuck up that I keep calling myself thoughts like because other people are struggling. Right. Same as me. Yeah. So So. we are here for you and we really appreciate you sharing because feels good for me too. (laughs) hearing literally. I mean, I said, even as Abby was reading it, I was like, did I write this? I feel like even that made you feel seen in an aspect too. So like you should know right then, like literally like you helped Brie feel a little bit more seen today too. So like that should just know that should show you right then and there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you to both of our writers for sharing. We appreciate you both. Let us know. Keep in touch. And same to all of you guys. Email us if you have anything going on, good or bad. Yeah. 
If you're also excited for spooky season, let us know. Like we literally, we really could not have been more clear in the beginning, but just to (laughs) let you know, we were very serious. Please reach out to us with anything spooky that you (laughs) want to talk about. We want to hear it all. Um, especially since we're not going to drop the ball like we did last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're really looking forward to it, and we hope you guys are too. But in the meantime, shout at the top of your lungs who we are. <laughs> Follow us. Rate us. Share us, please. Subscribe to us. That really helps us out. Just like so take a little screenshot. Rating. Like it's yeah. really like we just really, we could use it. <laughs> <laughs> and also times are hard so just be kind to yourself no matter what (laughs) be nice to yourself and to others and i hope that if you're having a hard time things get better and if you want to let us know about any of it you know how yeah and have fun with some of the spooky stuff because we're here for it and we love you we love you bye bye